Hi and welcome to another episode of the Getting Things Done podcast from Whitehall Learning. I am Morten Røvik and I'm here as always with my good friend and colleague Lars Rotskill Hendriksen. Goedendag, Lars. Hello, Mr. Røvik. Good to see you as always. And as always, looking forward to recording another episode with you for all the GTDers and GTD curious listeners out there. We always start off by reminding you of the purpose of this podcast, which is to help you learn GTD or become even better GTDers. So we hope that today's episode supports you in that. If you are new to GTD, we recommend you go back and listen to episodes one through six to get an introduction to GTD and the basics of the five steps. And today's episode is number 74. And the title the topic of today is OKR and GTD. Yes. Objective key uh, objectives and key results uh, and getting things done. What is the intersection between those? I've had the great privilege of interviewing a Norwegian guy called Jørn Aril Andenes, who is uh, objective key results, uh, objectives and key results uh, guru here. He um, he's been uh, he's the the lead in the Oslo GTD Gathering, which is a meetup.com group here in Norway. And he has, uh, you know, doubled with GTD for a long time and also the OKR. So he's the perfect person to talk about this. Um, but before we go there, I just want to um, ask you, do you know where Hojedag come from? <laughs> no, are we, are we Dutch maybe? Yes, we are Dutch. So thanks for for our listener who sent that to us as an audio file so I can try and perfect this. So I hope that I'm, I don't make um, a fool out of myself. With a okay. Well, maybe so. you actually, don't, you, I guess you don't really know what you said. You could be saying something completely different. Uh, I could, but I trust, I trust this person. <laughs> <laughs> So no, really let's forward to this episode uh, and learning more about the the intersection between the two topics. Really looking forward. Uh, me to. too. So so without further ado, let's uh, hear the interview with Jorn um, Adil. And now our special guest. Hi and welcome, Jorn Adil. I'm very pleased Thank to you. have you in our podcast. Um, as listeners have heard in the introduction, we have had a listener question about OKR and GTD and the intersection between the two. And um, trying to be semi-intelligent about something means that you can't fake it. You have to have some real knowledge. And uh, we could not fake understanding the, the OKR um, principles and idea. So we decided to get an expert. And that's why you are here. Um, so, Jornadil, uh, could you please tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do uh, in your everyday work? Yes, uh, my name is Jorn Agrandnes. I'm uh, living in Asker, outside Oslo. Mm -hmm. I'm uh, 44 years old, have uh, two kids, six nights and a wife. And uh, I'm working as a um, manager in geodata so uh, and have been uh, using gtd for uh, 10 years and also uh, been uh, using okr for the last eight not, not eight four years okay good um, 
Can I just ask you out of curiosity, Geodata or Geodata, um, what kind of company is that? What are you doing there? What are you producing? Yes, so Geodata, we uh, work with GIS applications, geographical information systems. Mm -hmm. So uh, uh, Esri, it's an American company that uh, created a product called ArcGIS, which uh, we deliver in Norway. And also in Denmark, actually. Uh, okay. We have a sister company in Denmark called Geoinfo. Mm -hmm. So uh, what uh, uh, we do in Norway is that we de deliver this uh, product and also do a lot of projects uh, around this project. Product. And mm -hmm. uh, my, my department is a department of developers, which uh, do bespoke work on it and create web applications with uh, graphical information very often maps. Okay, so, so if I stumble upon one of your maps or you know the end products of what you do, how would, it, how would I know that it is you? Maybe I would not know, but how, how would I recognize this as not just a standard, standard, standard Google map? Uh, you would probably somewhere in the application see our name, but uh, we mainly de uh, deliver in the Norwegian market. So mm -hmm. uh, uh, the most, uh, most of the uh, projects we do are not public, but some are public. Mm -hmm. And the most known is uh, something called Iemarka in Norway. Yes. Where you could, uh, if you're going to go cross-country skiing uh, outside Oslo, and mm -hmm. uh, uh, we'll uh, see the condition on the tracks, you can do it in this uh, app. Cool, because I, I do have that app. I do have that app, so. Cool. So that's what you do. And um, let's move on to OKR. And um, if I understand correctly, that's objectives and key results. So could you just give us a high level overview first of what is this and uh, what's the benefit of using OKR as a method? Yes. So uh, OKRs is a framework for working with goals and achieving goals mm -hmm. where, uh, where we divide between the objective and the key results mm -hmm. so the objective is the goal itself it's something we want to do mm -hmm. or, or want to achieve and the key result is the way that we measure that we actually uh, are working uh, towards these goals mm. and uh, uh, yes, and we also, uh, what's important is uh, that you actually uh, measure this quite often to see mm -hmm. that you actually are achieving your goals. So uh, in uh, OKRs, we, we talk about periods. So mm -hmm. one OKR period is, uh, the most common is uh, three months. So. Mm -hmm. uh, after three months, you should measure if you actually are working towards your goals. And then mm. also uh, take a look at your goals and see if uh, uh, you should uh, do any change with them or if you continue with the same things. Okay, so, so if, if I'm going to, to um, I'm reminded now of the natural planning model where yes. um, you define the, the goal as, um, as something like um, you can have a desired outcome um, for something, and then mm -hmm. the, the 
the, the the key results are then how how am I ensuring I'm within I will meet my target at the end. So it's a mm-hmm. calibration tool, if I understand right, where you will calibrate your targets or yeah, results, but- key results or Set me straight. Uh, you're not really. Uh, set you, me you straight. Could actually ca- you could calibrate the, the the whole goal as itself as well. So uh, uh-huh. it depends uh, a bit because um, in OKRs you set uh, actually goals for all levels in a company, and you could also use it for your your personal goals. So okay. in in OKRs you set a goal for the company what it it uh, should achieve for uh, the next uh, three months or. Uh, and uh, but also you, you should uh, take these goals and create goals for your own department and maybe a sub department and maybe a sub team and it's uh, important that uh, you're able to create a red line between these uh, goals so you could mm, coherence see, yes and see it uh, all the way down mm-hmm. and uh, uh, it's quite common also to set personal goals with as OKRs in companies, but not all companies do that. So uh, uh, in uh, our company, in my department, we set personal goals as well as OKRs, but not all departments do that. Mm-hmm. And what it also uh, says uh, in OKRs is that the, uh, the goals should not all come top down. Actually, 60% of the goals should uh, go from the bottom and up. And so, what do you mean with that? <laughs> it means that uh, when I uh, work with my department and yes. uh, create goals for the next uh, period, mm-hmm. we will look at the uh, goals for our uh, uh, head department, as the department above us, and see mm-hmm. what goals they have. Mm-hmm. And, but most important, we'll uh, try to make goals that we want to achieve. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and this, it says that 60% of the goals should come from ourselves, and we should only take 40% from uh, the department. So it's only 40% uh, shit running downhill, and then 40% yeah. <laughs> splashes up. <laughs> yes. So and 60%, uh, I mean, yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, yes, that's true. And uh, uh, the idea is behind this that uh, then you will, the people will uh, get uh, feel that they own the goals themselves. Mm. And very often, it's, it's a connection between the goals. And when you create goals, you, sh- you should be inspired by other goals and companies. So it's also very important that it's transparent, that all departments should see the, the goals to other departments and things like that. Okay, okay. Uh, so I yeah. I see. By the way, that you have now put yourself out of frame in, again. Oh, sorry. <laughs> that's um, okay. okay. <laughs> Just sorry for the viewers in the YouTube channels, that's that's good. Yeah. Um, but we are not. So you know, we are not going to cut. We are not about perfectionism. We are about being human here. So, um, if you are going to to give me. Um, if I if I was a company owner or a person working in a department in a company, what would be the reasons why we would at all consider this? What's what's the what's the key results of starting with objectives and key results? Yes, what's what's uh, quite common in uh, in many companies 
is that you once a year you set the goal for the next year. Yeah. And uh, and uh, you also uh, maybe ask your employees uh, in a, in a meeting that you have once a year. Mm -hmm. Which goals do you have for this year, and how can you help us? Uh, how how will you help us meet the company's goals? Mm -hmm. And then you have this meeting, and you create a document or something for that. And a year after, you ask, uh, you look at this again and see ah, how did it go? Goals? How did yeah. it go? And uh, very often, you, you, at least from the employees, you get the answer. Oh, sorry, I don't remember the goals. I, I mm -hmm. think need to find the document again. Mm. Uh, but when you do this, uh, and do this in this way, you will uh, you will look at the goals quite often, and you also own your goals yourself because uh, you will, you will always be a part of the uh, team that create the goals because sixty percent of the goals should go from go bottom from. up. Mm. So so. I'm I'm just reminded of another three-letter abbreviation that's you know something that's very common at least in the bigger companies in Norway, called KPIs, Key Performance Indicators. Yes. Um, do you have any um, anything to say about the relationships between OKR and uh, KPIs? Yes, I guess it's uh, probably different. Uh, many people that have different opinions on this, but. My opinion is that KPIs, that's uh, more like health indicators of how the company is going. But uh, mm -hmm. uh, OKRs is working. Uh, uh, when you use OKRs, you work against some goals that you have set for, for a period. Mm. So if you want to go into a new market, uh, something that you will change in a the company, then you use mm -hmm. the goal setting OKRs. But uh, mm -hmm. the KPIs, uh, you, you probably need as well as health indicators. Okay, yeah. It, I, if I understand correctly, there are different ways of looking at KPIs as well. So, you know, KPIs mm -hmm. can be personal as well. So what's your key performance indicators? But if you are doing a good job, that's why I'm thinking about that. You know, when you get personal, um, it's a way to look at what, 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 what like, like the part of the OKR, mm -hmm. I have um, something I need to achieve that I can measure as well. Yes, uh, you should use the OKRs for something that you will change or something that you do different. Mm. So. Okay, so it's um, um, if I'm going to try just a, there's a way to facilitate change. Yes, a method for facilitating change. Yes. Okay, so uh, uh, that, that's a good just to have a tagline. So, so um, um, okay, good. Um, you, uh, Geodata started this back in 2019, uh, if I understand correctly. And um, you've been working with this uh, persist persistently since 2019, or so that's we are on your year three now, or have you been off and on? Or? Uh, we have been using it all the time. Actually, we started. I started before that. So ah. what happened was that when I started in Geodata in 2018, I had just uh, read uh, this book, uh, Measure What Matters. 
mm -hmm. uh, which it's about uh, how Google started uh, using OKRs. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was very, really inspired by that. And yes. uh, uh, Gedata was uh, when I started a coincidence as well that they were looking at a new way to work with goals. Hmm. And uh, this was a this was. And a you raised tip. your hand. Hey, I read the book. <laughs> yes, I raised my hand and said I read that book. Actually, yeah. when I was introduced to this book, uh, a guy. Lucas in Shifter told me mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that uh, I had a coffee with him and he said, uh, uh, OKRs, you need to read about that. You, you that are so interested in GTD because that's mm -hmm. GTD for companies. He told ah, me. Okay. And that, Do you that agree was, with him in, in that? I, I'm not sure if I agree, but uh, there was a good sales line at least for, for me getting to <laughs> read it. Yeah. And, and I, I also think it was really good. So uh, I, mm. when I started, I started uh, from day one in my department with it. Mm -hmm. So uh, in my department, we started with uh, OKRs in mm -hmm. September uh, 2018. And uh, uh, after a while, the whole company started to use it. So, okay. uh, uh, so, we so what convinced the, the leadership to you know go for this uh, it uh, it's probably many different uh, uh, reasons but uh, uh, they were looking at something else actually called beyond budgeting mm -hmm. and it, it was some similarities with the OKRs there mm -hmm. and uh, but uh, found that uh, OKRs were quite easy actually to implement is it on standard list and uh, they saw that I have started with it and mm -hmm. then some other departments heard about it and they started with it as well mm. uh, and uh, then uh, uh, the, the manager at that time he actually left Gelata now but he, he was a fan of this as well so he mm -hmm. started it with the, in the uh, at the top management they started with it but uh, not all other departments was uh, forced to, to use it. But uh, uh, after a while, uh, we said that now everybody should use it. Hmm. Uh, but we have uh, we are, we're always working on it and trying to do it better. And so we started actually for the whole company with uh, uh, quarterly periods. And then it went to uh, 30 hours. It's like... Uh, four months instead yeah mm -hmm. <laughs> but uh, actually now at the top level they will start at half uh, half year instead mm. so uh, they think that's a better fit uh, me myself think that it's a better fit with uh, uh, shorter periods so. mm. yeah it's and um, it's the, the, especially if you want to make sure that you are making meaningful progress towards something you should see if you're hitting your targets you're getting your mm -hmm. key results and if I understand correctly about the, the key results, um, how do you measure, uh, how do you make a good you know, key result that you can measure? Can you give me an example of that? So we are making it a little um, so, tangible uh, for people. Yes. Uh, so what we say is also that uh, the key result, uh, uh, we have actually two types of uh, key result. Uh, mm -hmm. One is that you said that uh, 
yes or no, actually, if you achieve it or not. Mm -hmm. And other ones is, uh, uh, sorry, I'm trying to find something uh, here. Uh, the other ones is uh, uh, like you could grade it from uh, zero to one or from zero to 100% if you have achieved it. Mm -hmm. So uh, someone says it's not a key result unless unless it uh, has a number. So it, sh it mm -hmm. should be a number actually tells quantified. Yeah. Yes, quantified. But uh, mm -hmm. uh, that very often it could also be used as more like a milestone where you could tell you get one point because actually uh, after a period of time, uh, the, the OKR period, you should actually grade the whole period and the whole goals. And then we used actually the the key result to grade uh, the goals to see if you have met them or not. And uh, if you have 100%, achieved 100% of your goals, mm -hmm. then uh, the occurs in occurs that means that you haven't actually had ambition enough goals. <laughs> so, uh, uh, so you should try to achieve 60-70%. That's that's. Uh, Mm. That's good if you achieve that. But um, okay, so you set your high your goals high enough so they are achievable, but you will be happy with sixty percent of yeah. the achieved goals. If you yeah, it's like David Allen would say something like, if you haven't uh, you know fallen off the the horse, maybe you're not running fast enough. Mm -hmm. uh, yes. Mm. But uh, as I said, some goals are more like uh, you have done it or not. So. Mm. Yeah, so it's either done or, or not done, yes. Okay, so um, I'm going to ask you now for, for uh, and something I have not made you aware of, I'm going to ask you, but, um, um, well, we are going to touch upon the, more about GTD and the intersection with, with the OKR, uh, but... Um, for for those who are interested in learning more about the OKRs, and um, I'm sure Wikipedia will give you a, a brief overview, at least it does in the Norwegian Wikipedia. Uh, but uh, the name of the, the the book that you read back then, do you have that available so that we can, uh, if you don't remember the name now, we can at least link to it somewhere in the show notes? Yes, I have it. So it's uh, Measure What Matters, uh, written by John Dorr. Measure what matters. And John Dorr? Yes, D O E R R. D O. Sorry, D O E R R? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Dorr. Okay, good. We will make a link to that in the show notes for those who are listening so that you can find it again. Um, good. So. So that's OKR, and and we both know GTD. And that's yeah. how we know each other. We got bumped into each other, and and you are uh, among uh, being a you know a, um, a guy who want to get get better at getting things done. Um, you are also the the leader of the the work group of the Oslo GTD gathering, uh, which Correct. is the the largest GTD gathering in the world, wow. actually. Yeah, it's uh, the biggest meetup.com group, um, at least. With, uh, when you're nearing nine, no, so 1,000 members soon? Or yes. have you been? Really, been... soon, 1,000 members. 
So. Yeah. <laughs> Probably celebrate that later this year. I hope. Oh, yeah. Wow, cool. So Oslo GTD gathering at meetup.com is a good resource to um, to know more about what uh, the getting things done. And this is a, um, a free uh, to attend, free to learn, um, you know, pro bono measure. We are there, all of us. I'm also a member of this group. I'm, I'm uh, you're not his uh, subjective. I'm his, uh, uh, I'll do what he tell me, uh, but uh, but this, uh, we are there for to learn all of us. So. Mm. Yes, many thanks for this uh, marketing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, if we can get a couple of new members, good uh, mm-hmm. for that. And we can uh, before uh, end of this year, will be one thousand. That would be cool. Mm. So and, and there is no. It's very easy to get out of the emailing list. You don't, you can be, become a member, create an account, and you can then just leave if you don't find it has any value for you. Yes. Uh, but now intersection between uh, gtd getting things done and objectives and key results where do they intersect and how can you use it as a gtd or yes so uh i think uh, it intersects actually different places so Mm -hmm. uh, for myself uh, i have actually two different uh, places or, or two different sets of OKRs. So I have mm-hmm. my personal OKRs uh, that I own and my department in uh, Gedata has OKRs and actually uh, uh, the department above my department where I'm also um, as uh, I, I'm a part of the management mm-hmm. also have uh, some OKRs. Mm-hmm. So if, if we start with my personal uh, OKRs, they are very related to the horizons of focus that we use in uh, GTD. Mm-hmm. And uh, in this, uh, we have this uh, level four, which we call the goals. Mm-hmm. And for me, I have created goals, both uh, have some goals that actually uh, maybe uh, for the next uh, 10 years or something that I have written mm-hmm. myself and I have some uh, goals for the next two years hmm. the, uh, the these goals for the next two years that's actually my objectives in the OKR model hmm. so uh, I, I have my in uh, my own system. I'm using OneNote to this part of my system. I've written mm-hmm. these uh, goals for uh, the next uh, two years. Mm-hmm. And, and then uh, I have uh, transformed this into my OKRs, where I have created some key results for these goals. Mm-hmm. And also a list of activities that I need to do to actually uh, meet these uh, goals, hmm. but but these goals uh, or this uh, these key results is in my system. That's actually uh, the projects. Ah. Okay. So uh, uh, I I have some examples actually. So uh, uh, in my personal life, I have have uh, some personal goals. I have some goals that uh, for my career and things like that and uh, health goals 
but uh, mm -hmm. uh, I also have had some goals related to my friends. Mm -hmm. So uh, one of my goals for the next two years is that I should meet my friends quite often. Mm -hmm. And actually to, uh, to achieve that, I have created some OKRs for it. So mm -hmm. uh, the key results then uh, for uh, the next period, which, which mm -hmm. is uh, the next three months, is mm -hmm. that uh, I should invite two times, I should invite uh, some of my friends to dinner at home. Mm. And uh, I also should, uh, another, another key result is that I should uh, uh, have them um, trip to my cabin with some of my friends. Mm. So this is actually projects mm -hmm. uh, to have this uh, trip to the cabin mm -hmm. as a project and to, uh, to, to have these uh, dinners with my friends. Mm. So in, uh, in the OKRs, it's, it's, uh, I will actually tick off if I've done it or not. And after mm -hmm. uh, the period, I will uh, uh, see if I have achieved the goals or not. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, so 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 to to interpret this, just to give it a little context, this um, uh, put it into context of getting things done is that David Allen has left us um, with very little um, information of what he thinks about goals. It is a it is just a parking lot for goals, mm -hmm. and um, uh, the goals is from. Uh, Twelve to twenty-four months is the ish is the what he <laughs> he gives us, but it is it is as getting things done. It's not religion. You can bend the rules. You can you can do whatever you want with that. So that you know the OKR fits perfectly in there, and um, and it is kind of maybe part of the what we are missing as goals. because we have projects twelve to twenty-four months, and the goals are what do I want to achieve that is not started yet but i will start so it it feels a little when you describe it like a little missing link yes, in in this mm. yeah so so um, um let's say that i wanted to to um yeah let's say i want to finish a master's degree in something that could be a goal and mm. then uh, i will pro create projects to to make sure that that or project and projects um with next actions to to fulfill my my okrs and then and then the the objective will be did i finish and all the key results will be did i finish this exam did i read what i decided to do it's mm. a way to structure um long term working towards uh, a goal that it might be feel feel very far away mm. for some people yes mm. uh, uh, absolutely so uh, when you create these uh, periods of three months then you actually need it it's uh, uh, it uh, gets much nearer to you and you actually mm. see that or oh, you need to do something now to, to actually yeah. achieve this yeah yeah uh, it's an anti-procrastination tool as well because you kind of like procrastinate things. Ah, it's going. It's it's important, but it's like three months away, and I, eh, I will I will do that when it when it happens. And then you you are then uh, put your feet to the fire maybe, and then uh, to work very hard to achieve that. Um, good. So, okay, and and now it it uh, it fits better in my brain. I have a better understanding. So so. Um, 
Anything to add on the on the intersection? I think I I have an overview. Yeah, you were on the way words to say something when I I kind of yes. cut you off. I think. <laughs> uh, so this, this is uh, kind of the way it's integrated um, to my uh, personal horizontal focus and things like that. Mm -hmm. But um, the other way, actually, uh, it integrates with the OKRs of the company because mm -hmm. uh, the uh, it's that. Um, uh, the initiatives, actually, when we have in the OKRs, we have the objectives, the key results, mm. and we have the activities slash initiatives that mm. you should do to actually get there. So mm -hmm. the key result is the way you measure it, but uh, you need to do something. Mm -hmm. And uh, in uh, my department, uh, for instance, uh, we have, uh, or, or we, we could have a goal that we should uh, get, uh, get some knowledge about uh, uh, Azure or something. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe uh, uh, some guys should get some certifications and we could have a goal that four guys should get this. Mm -hmm. uh, so the goal is that four guys should get it. And as a manager, what do I need to, to do then? Uh, and that's uh, part of the initiatives. I need to actually t talk to someone, try to mot motivate them for doing this. Mm. So uh, then the actual initiatives will be my projects, oh. not, not the key results. That's up. Exactly. Mm. So, uh, yes, and that could be on different level in the company. The mm. initiatives, I, I could own an initiative on uh, my uh, head department or my own department. Hmm. That then needs to have into my system as a project. Hmm. Hmm. Good. Um, anything that you would like to add about OKR and GTD? Um, I think we are end, nearing the end here now. Yeah, no. Not for now. Uh, if anybody wants to uh, Get in touch with me to mm. learn more more about it. Is you could please mm. contact me on LinkedIn. So mm -hmm. uh, I know Martin will share my uh, LinkedIn link. Mm. Yes, it will be in the show notes, and there will also be a sh uh, link to the um, uh, geodata geodata.no blog where you have written about this, and uh, we will also there in the show notes also um, link to the to the book. Um, measure what matter and um, and thank you so much for attending be part of this um, i hope that people will enjoy this and understand a little bit more i certainly understood it better uh, now than i did before I, i'm not a matter expert but i understand what it is now which is a huge improvement for me uh, thank you for asking me to join you and tell about it i really mm. like to share share my knowledge with others yeah and uh, yeah i know i know you do and and thank you for attending and and um i'm sure that uh, because geodata is growing so maybe you you will need to hire some uh, programmers so follow him on linkedin i'm sure he will post some <laughs> job openings soon yes. we have some openings for developers so are you a developer looking for a job please contact me okay good
Good. I'm sure you will have a couple of people uh, getting to you. So thank you so much for for being part of this, Jornadil, and um, have a great day and a great summer uh, continued and uh, a great fall, autumn when that comes. Take care. Thank you, Martin. Take care. Bye-bye. Did you take anything away from that? <laughs> yeah, no, it's a very interesting topic to to learn more about, and it's you know an interesting thing to when you, you know when you when you when you look forward. I really appreciate the different uh, frameworks and how you you look forward, how to divide it. I come across yeah. this sometimes in my GTD practice as well with others, how they have you know the intersection between how they work and and uh, intersects with the GTD. So great to hear from from you on this one. Yeah. Yeah, I hope that you, the listener, you know, enjoyed the episode and that you learned something new. And uh, Lars, will you take us out? Certainly. As always, we wrap up the episodes with a quick reminder for you to head on over to vitallearning.eu and have a look around because on that site you will see all the different offerings that we have today and you'll find links to each of the country websites for each of the Nordic countries. You'll find ways to book uh, meetings with us if, if that's what you're looking for. So head on over there, have a look around. Um, outside the Nordics, if you're focused on getting things done, then gettingthingsdone.com is the place to go to find your local partners as well. And as always, we really hope that you find these episodes valuable. Um, if DCD has made a difference in your life, please help us spread the message to more people by giving it a rating on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. It really helps people discover and learn DCD, which is why we are here. Exactly. So until next time, dear listener, stay safe and stay productive. Bye-bye. Bye, everyone. Hi and welcome to another episode of the Getting Things podcast from Vital Learning. I'm Morten Rövik and I'm here as always. Oh, my good... <laughs> do among the getting, getting things done. <laughs> they refer to getting things or getting done. Um, I have the privilege of uh, interviewing a Norwegian guy called Jörn Adil Andersen. Uh, uh, not Andersen, Jörn Adil Andenes. <laughs> 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 there you go. Uh, I've, um,